This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Okay. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. But those programs and products that we're talking about are mainly books. We are all about books here at All the Right Marketing, and we want to know how authors and publishers and booksellers and librarians, we want to know how do they get books into the hands of the people reading them. So today's guest, Jamila Tompkins Bigelow, is a Philadelphia-based children's book author. Her picture books and short fiction, which center around Black and Muslim kids, have been recognized by many, many, including Time and NPR. Can't wait to hear about that. And she is an Irma Black Award silver medalist. Congratulations. A former teacher and forever educator at heart, she is probably most proud that her picture book, Your Name is a Song, was named the December 2021 NEA Read Across America book, and it is now included in the standardized curriculums of major U.S. school districts. I mean, winning right there. To have your book yeah. curriculum, that is wonderful. <laughs> she is now venturing into the world of middle grade with her upcoming co-authored middle grade novel, Grounded, which comes out May of 2023. Welcome, Jamila. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yes, I always have it. Um, when guests come on, I have them put an icebreaker just in case I need help, like to get the conversation going. I do not need help. Your biography is everything I needed to get this conversation going. You are <laughs> doing so many wonderful things in the world of literacy for children that we don't even have to talk about the fact that you hate potatoes. Yeah, that was so weird. I was like, when did I send that? But <laughs> I think it was like something weird. It was interesting about yourself. I was like, yeah, I hate potatoes. And other people think that that's strange. But I mean, I do like potatoes. They're fried to a crisp and, oh. and there's lots of salt put on them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and they're put in bags, but that's about it. <laughs> okay. See, and I don't even need that because you are very interesting in itself. Um, so let's talk about the fact you were a teacher. What what did you teach? Um, I did English. So I was um, a high school English teacher for about half of those 10 years that I was teaching in. I was a middle school English teacher for about half of those years. Um, and I always taught in small schools, which meant I always ended up teaching multiple grades. So in that time, I actually ended up teaching all grades from seven to 12 at some point in some way, whether it was an elective or, but everybody got me. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is wonderful. And so what, what took you from the jump from teacher to writer or no, I don't even want to say writer teacher to published author. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, during my teaching time, um, I needed, I, I started wanting to, a little bit more, um, creativity personally. Um, you know, I wanted to do more creative writing stuff. And so I started just doing it on the side. Um, and I just felt like teaching was becoming very, very rigid with some of the different guidelines yeah. that were coming down from the state. And I just, I, you know, and I was, it, it was really doing something to me. I kind of had pushed down that sort of creative side of me for a long time, but I love the creativity. That can make you unhappy, right? Like right, right. And I, and I, and I love the creativity of uh, the classroom and the lesson planning and things I could do. And it started feeling like that was getting, you know, people were closing in on that more. And so um, I just needed an outlet. And so I started diff different kinds of writing. I had, um, my you know little kids at the time too so I started so children's book writing was one of those things that I tried and I found that I actually really loved it and just felt so natural and comfortable for me um and so I just started doing it and doing it and then 
Um, you know, I would spend my time in the children's book section of the library, just studying picture books, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause that no, was really where you, I was drawn to. You and um, actually both of the interviews I've had this morning have said that. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes of writers And when people say, well, how do I become a writer? I'm like, do your research, do your due diligence, go into a library, spend time studying literature. So I love that you were doing that. So you were doing, 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 you have these little kids. And at some point you were like, I'm going to submit to an agent or to a a publishing house. What what did you try? Well, so my story is weird this way because (laughs) I actually am the kind of person who will not submit work. Um, even though I had planned on it and I was going to do it, I was always going to do it, but it was always like procrastination work. or what's holding you back, per, you know, just the, it's not good enough kind of thing. <sighs> and I, I was sort of pushed to submit my work by a friend, um, who, so it was a re- weird story. Cause I actually kind of fell into publishing, um, because a friend of mine, um, who, uh, you know, she was, she's an editor for a Muslim publication, small online Muslim publication. And she wanted me to do some more writing. I was doing some writing for her publication. And she's like, oh, you know, you're, you have a talent, like you really should write more. And, you know, I remember telling her, I don't, I admitted to her, I wasn't, t- I didn't tell her this in, in, before then, but I had told her, I can't commit to this. I don't have time to do this because I'm doing some other writing all the time and yeah. studying of writing. And what, what kind of writing are you doing? You know, is what she asked me. And it was like, I'm writing children's books and it was like, huh? Okay. I guess she didn't get it. Right. But she was yeah. like, oh, okay, I'll leave it alone. Well, meanwhile, there was um, an editor from Simon and Schuster who had started an imprint, a Muslim editor, uh, Serene Jaffrey started an imprint called Salam Reads. And um, she was trying in, to publish Muslim authors, um, you know, who are writing children's books about Muslim kids. And she could not find Black Muslim authors. And so she sent a call out to all of the Muslim editors that she knew, including this friend. And my friend basically like totally <laughs> sold me out by saying, oh yeah, she's one, she's writing these things. And you know, Jamila, submit your stuff to her. And that's really how I got my story. It, it wasn't immediate, obviously. Like oh, there that, was, is, that is a good but, friend right there. <laughs> yeah, it was. So, and then, so the thing is I had a book deal in hand and did not know how to query. Did not know how to, and and it and it felt once I was in the industry, I had to figure out okay, where's my next book coming from? You're like backtracking, yeah, yeah. And it took me two years to figure out like how to query, how to to get an agent, and to get my next book deal because I was like trying, like I hadn't done any of the work that everybody else did. So it was like, what was that first book? The first book was Mommy's Kimar. It was okay. (laughs) Okay. So it took me forever to like get back on the, you know, but it, that was the journey was like having no clue and just kind of saying, ah, still, yay. People are going to go crazy over this podcast mm-hmm. interview, by the way. <laughs> um, that's definitely an example of like being in the right place at the right time and, and the power of community, not the right yeah. place at the right place time, but I think really the power of community and connection. Yeah. Um, so, so after mommy's key came out, then you started kind of doing the query and agent. So what happened after that? Let's talk, let's continue on the journey. Um, I really couldn't get anyone to publish your name as a song. Um, okay. you know, and I was submitting and I, I was submitting to different agents and I wasn't getting a response. Um, and then I was submitting, and then I started just submitting to, um, to publishers that would accept an agent at work. Cause I really believed in the book. 
Yeah. Um, I was at 12 by 12, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and I'd had that the work I had workshopped it there. And, um, you know, I just believed in it. Like, I was like, you know, you people are out of your mind. Um, you know, more than I had believed in the other book, you know, I have to admit, like, your name is a song. And I was like, you people are out of your mind. If you don't think that you should re represent this book or, or you know, I'm going to, so I'm going to send it. So it became sort of a submit it to whoever will pick it up kind of thing. Yeah. I was agents this week, editors this week, agents, okay. you know, and it was a very haphazard, very Jamila-esque way of submitting, inquiring and not very good, <laughs> but eventually the innovation press, a small independent publisher, which yeah, has many great I know them, yeah. books, um, they picked it up. And then an agent also, or actually a couple agents reached out to me. And so it kind of all collided at the same time. And I ended up um, having, a, you know, accepting an off offer from, you know, accepting an agent and um, having them negotiate this, this contract with, um, you know, um, the innovation press. So that was really my path into finally, finally, and after that, it took off just book deal, you know, book deals came quickly, you know, but that was sort of like my fine, you know. The and what year was uh, Your Name as a Song come, come out? What year? It came out in 2020. Okay. And look at how well it's done. I mean, you know, and in anyone who's in the business, we know that it's not about selling books. We know it's about getting your yeah, message right. out there and right. having the book in schools is getting your message out there. I mean, that's, that's just beautiful. And so then you, now you're writing middle grade. Yes, I am writing middle grade. Um, and the first, the, this book that's coming out, so I am writing uh, middle grade um, independently as well, but this middle grade project that I worked was really the brainchild of Aisha Saeed. And um, Koba, a middle grade novel with Aisha Saeed and SK Ali like you know these people who just had like lots of experience yeah really has been like a crash course in middle grade writing <laughs> like wow like you know you know it's like huh you know this is really you know they're really they really taught me a lot um in, in being able to write the book but also like they kind of um it was it was very affirming um, to have that process because once again, I'm kind of that person who, who holds off on submitting, doesn't think their stuff is good enough. So I'm like, oh, man, I can't really write good middle grade. And, um, you know, having people, you know, say to you, oh, this is great. Or I love this, or this was, you know, and you're like, oh, but this is my stuff, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, you're somebody who like, you know, is an award-winning middle grade writer and New York Times bestseller. Um, and you're saying, oh, I love this chapter. Mm -hmm. or you like really connected, you know, with the character um, that I'm writing, you know, that um, has been very um, empowering for me. It's almost like, although I know this is not possible, almost like uh, new writers need to collab with <laughs> with experienced writers, you know, yeah. and, and being able to like pull their work out. Such a know? blessing, right? It's like, a, yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, we talked a lot about community, which you're, you yeah. know, even that co-authoring is community and learning yes. from others. Um, and your first book really was through that community aspect. When I ask the big question on how you market books on this podcast, how do you get um, visibility around your books? Yours goes back to the theme of today's podcast with you, community. So tell yeah. us about when you, um, Kid Lit in Color, how did Kid Lit in Color support you on your journey? And then what did, you know, what came out of that as far as the promo groups? So um, 
you know, my first experience with a promo group was good. It was positive. Um, and it was, you know, a group that um, was publishing books in 2018, right? Okay. And um, I'm still, you know, friends with some of the people who are in that promo group. And, and you know, I still some, follow some of the careers of, you know, it was a lot of, it was a lot of us. I forgot how many, but it was. More, more than a dozen? Yeah, it was like definitely 20 plus people. Okay. Um, and um, that was great. But then it's, it, you know, after 2018 and kind of like, you know, the first months of 2019, it sort of just like ended, you mm-hmm. know, it was kind of like, I mean, we still sometimes in the, you know, there's a still Facebook group. We sometimes, you know, talk, whatever, but yeah. really there's nothing um, more there. And so, you know, it was kind of like mommy's Kimar, y'all supported it. Thank you. Helping push it. And then, you know, but it's a 2018 promo group, you know, and then it was, yeah. and, and a lot of people started branching out and doing different promo groups. And um, then this other promo group, um, you know, arose and it was actually, it was formed by uh, Kirsty Mybet and um, um, Aya Khalil. So uh, both picture book authors, Kirsty has a middle grade coming out soon as well. But, um, you know, they, they had, they came together to sort of form a promo group that was going to focus on people of color. So mm-hmm. it was going to promote the books, the work, the picture books was what we started out with of people of color. Um, and, and also be a support, kind of a support group. And I think at first it was sort of like 2020, it was a 2020 group. And then we thought about it and we're like, no, we kind of need this to keep you know, like ex, you know, going, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm noticing a lot of promo groups are doing that now. It's sort of I, I have to, so, yeah, instead you know, of like, just the one year. Yeah, yeah. Early on, I think we all thought, oh, the debut year, this is the year. But then we realized, like, who else is, like, after, you know, that, like, who's promoting your books, you know? Um, if you have great friends in the industry, that's good, and, and they do help. But it's nice to have kind of that built-in support. Yeah, that's that ongoing group, right? That ongoing group that's just supporting your work, um, and it's just um, it's it's a nice. So now, and, and it's, it, it, I think it was twenty twenty debuts, um, diverse debuts. I think that's what we were called in the beginning. Twenty twenty okay. diverse debuts, um, and then we we when we said, oh no, we want to go beyond that, and you know, we want to continue to support each other's careers. You know, we had like a whole process of going through names and vetting names and. Um, we ended up with Kid Lit in color. Um, and um, again, it's from there, it's just continued um, to blossom. And our members are, you know, both people, who, you know, we have people who haven't published yet and are waiting for their books to come out. Yep. And we have people who have like, you know, several books now and, um, you know, and we're just kind of all supporting and amplifying each other's work. Um, and I, and but the thing that I love about it is it's not just about that piece and I think that that's something that a lot of people don't get is like for creatives yes we need to market our work but this is like heart work right it comes mm-hmm. from our hearts and stuff and so we're sensitive and emotional about it and and we need like a space to not only just like it can't just be just think about like just pushing the book and promoting the book but like also supporting and like how do we feel about the process yeah. of putting out a book. The person in um, the person behind yeah. the book too. Right. 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 So um, how do you communicate in Kid Lit with Color? Is it a Facebook group or what is uh, your group's main form of communication? I do think um, the Facebook group is a main thing. Um, we do uh, meet on Zoom 
Um, okay. We used to meet monthly, then it went to bi-monthly. And I think we've kind of been a little bit of a break, uh, but we'll probably resume soon. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, we have Zoom meetings. We have um, a Facebook group where we talk and we have, um, you know, an Instagram, like, you know, messaging group, a Twitter messaging group. So we, we're, we're communicating in, in many different ways. Wonderful. And would you say that there is a leader of the group? Because I'm trying to, mm-hmm. I, I've got several authors who they are having a hard time finding groups. And I said, just start one, start a yeah. group. I mean, it definitely, I think the inaugural group kind of takes the lead, right? Um mm-hmm. And, that's, and that is kind of what has been. Um, Kirsty and Aya definitely always kind of have that role because okay. they, um, you know, and they just, they give us so much. They support everybody in, in so many ways, but they, they're sort of the backbone. They've always been there and, they, and pulling through and holding us together. Um, Tamika Fryer-Brown and um, Valerie Bowling, as well as myself, we're very much uh, part of that sort of um, central group, that sort of okay. founding group. So we also like very much weigh in on um, a lot of the uh, the decisions and things like that. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's great. So you have a book coming out May of 2023 and you're continuing to write. Is this what's going, yes. what's going on in the background? You're continuing to write? Well, so this one actually comes out next week. Hold them oh, close. Hold <laughs> yes. on, hold on. Tell us, yeah. tell us about Hold Them Close. Um, so hold them close, um, and it's a, it's hold them close. A love letter to black children, and um, this was actually a book that I wrote um, in response to um, you know the brutalization of, of black bodies. You know, um, I wanted to find a way to sort of support um, black children and affirm them. And so um, I wrote this book, um, it actually started back in 2019 writing it um, as sort of like a, kind of like a hand to hold on to, but also like, you know, sort of there's joy in it, but there's also, you know, helping them to walk through, you know, some of the pain of the past and the present. Is um, it a future having... book? I'm, I, or it is, I, it is, it okay. is, um, it is, um, and I can kind of, well, I mean, I know this is a podcast, so it's not maybe not going to show up there. Um, but um, we will share it on YouTube. Yeah. So if you want to okay. share, um, I mean, it's. I think it's a great. It would be a great conversation starter too for parents who mm-hmm. are reading it to their children to to allow them a space to talk about what's happening and their feelings too. It's right. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. So this was the wonderful thing about this book was that it. I actually got to work with a fine artist. Um, a renowned fine artist, Patrick Dower, and um, also an even more like Jamel Shabazz is also very iconic. He's the photographer that gave us photography to the work. So the um, fine artist, he kind of collaged around Jamel's um, photography and it's just a really cool, so it's a poem to children, but you can see like, and you can see the way that they did these scenes. I have the chills. I have the chills. This is gorgeous. Yeah. And it's just like stunning um, you know, and it's just, I, I, I look at it and I, I'm just, I get emotional at the beauty that like they created around like my words, um, with past and present images, it's just, you know, and there's some images that are really startling and, and, and painful to take in. Um, but there's also like a lot of just beauty and, and triumph in it. Oh. So, um, you know, just. We will link to this. This is coming out uh, in October. 
Yes, October 4th. So next Tuesday, it will be oh, out. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That is wonderful. And you know what? Um, this, uh, we need books like that. And we need people like you to be writing these books. And um, I interviewed an author just before you um, from Southeast Asia. And just being able to have these authentic books for children to see themselves in and to really... I think also for the parents to be able to, to bridge a conversation um, right. instead of directly saying, how did you feel about that? Having a book that will kind of pull that out of them. Um, I love the work that you're doing and I appreciate you being here today and I, I support you and um, we will be sharing for you and cheering from you over here at Cardinal Rule Press because uh, our, our work is not just the books that we publish. Our work is um, also lifting others up in the community. So I appreciate that. Um, so for those of you listening, we look forward to the next interview. Every Tuesday, we release interviews. And until then, think outside the box and don't be afraid to use community, like Jamila had talked about, to really help support your mission. Thank you, Jamila. Thank you. If this episode resonated with you, let's take it a step further head over to cardinalrulepress.com and check out our blog. It is filled with resources for anyone who loves books, whether you are a publisher, a librarian, a bookseller, or an author. We help you to figure out ways to get visibility around those books. Thanks for listening to All the Right Marketing with Maria Desmondi. If there is a topic you would like us to explore and cover, please email podcast at cardinalrulepress.com. Head over to our website, cardinalrulepress.com, to sign up for our monthly newsletter where you can learn more tips on getting books visible into the market. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram for a daily dose of all things books. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks so much.